All right, it's the Morning After Podcast with Mike Keller and Jenny Matthews. Thank you so much for listening. We have to start this in a hurry because we're going to start with a game. Uh, Producer Tater, who joins us for most of these episodes, does not have his headphones on and has no idea we started the podcast. Oh, no. So we're, don't turn, don't turn, don't turn. We're going to see We're going to see how long it takes him to notice that we've uh, we've started the podcast. Okay, don't make eye contact. Okay, okay. In the meantime, welcome. We're glad you're here. Uh, let's talk about our first new episode. We haven't talked about this on the podcast yet. Because we were very upset yesterday when we heard the news that Wordle got bought out by the New York Times. And I'm kind of mad about it. I'm going to be honest. Like, not mad for the guy who started it. Because as it turns out, he started this thing as um, sort of like a little present to his girlfriend. Because she likes little puzzles and word games and things. So he thought, I'll create one for you. And then it became a worldwide phenomenon. And it is what it is. So I'm thrilled for him that he sold it. And that he got over a million dollars for it. That is spectacular news for him. I mean, really, can't be mad at that. to the guy. But it sucks for us because I do think it's going to be free for a little while and then they're going to start charging and it's not going to be fun anymore and it makes me sad. And here's going to bother me the most. They're going to say it's free with a subscription. Yep. That's not free. I know. It costs to subscribe. Uh, by the way, it did take 75 seconds. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Yay! producer Tater. <laughs> welcome, welcome. We're happy to have you here. Hey, I'm glad to be here. Hey, hey. You're, you're, uh, you had a busy day yesterday. It was your Tuesday takeover on the old uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, I woke up to my cat being right in my face mm-hmm. like he always does. He's like sleeping right, like literally right on my neck now. So, yes, I woke up to him being right there, and I had to say hello with him. I feel your pain. My little Boston Terrier likes to sleep only with his butt, like, directly in my face. <laughs> and I don't know what you know about Boston Terriers, but they're a gassy little breed. <laughs> And uh, mm. often, it's right in my face. Dad, gas dough. Yeah. So we're recording this. It's Wednesday, February 2nd. Back to Wordle for a second. Uh, Tater, have you played today's Wordle yet? Yes, I did. I got it in the third try. Of course. Of course he did. Um, excuse me. <laughs> Second try today. Because I had a very lucky first. I got three out of the five letters on the very first guess. So, I mean, like, you, you do that, you're going to get it. Um, we're going to tell you the word, okay? And then we're going to laugh about it. Well, so, spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert, three, two, one. Moist! (laughs) I loathe that word. Why? I don't get why people don't like that word. Say it. Spoiler, three, two, one. Moist. Everything about what it does to your tongue and your lips and just the moist. (laughs) The sound of it. I hate everything about it. I hate that word. Mm. Well, I, I got it. it earlier, and I was gonna like knock on the window and tell you to turn around, Jenny. But I didn't know if you did it already or not, because right. I know you like to cheat on uh, Mike. I didn't know if you wanted to like uh, <laughs> wait or not. No, actually, here's the thing: I don't like to cheat on this game. In fact, um, my husband. Okay, here's the thing with my husband: I love him. We have a great relationship. But I swear to God, anything that I love, he immediately has to hate, just because he likes to just. He's like a hipster. He likes things before they're cool. Yes. Right. So. I, I last night I said, Hey, did you do Wordle today? He's like, No, it's stupid. I'm like, just just do it. Just shut up and do it, Matthew. So he's there, Come he on. puts his first word, he gets like one letter or whatever, and he's like, I don't I don't even know like what word ends in S or whatever it was. And I was like, um, like a million of them. A million words end in S. I said, just you have to just start trying stuff, but he can't handle the fact that I would get the word faster than him. That's what this is all about. This is all about competition. And I know for a fact that you can handle it because every day I get the word much faster than you do. Yeah, and it's okay. I'm to me, I'm not really in a race with anybody. I just like to see, honestly, I'm trying to see if my streak can just go on. I haven't missed one yet, and that's really my only goal. But I love that there is this quiet competition that you, he's got going with me. Do you judge people who lose a game of Wordle? Because I think I do. I think I'm that snooty person. 
I, I don't because I really try not to judge people. It's something I, I take pride in. I, I really try not to. Mm. So, no, I don't. But I can believe that you do. Thank you. <laughs> I, say, I do. I judge them very hard. I have a confession to make, and this is hilarious. Um, I'll be the judge of that. So, oh, yeah, you will. <laughs> so, it knows you're on a streak because you, you're still in your browser. Well, um, let's just say I had to clear my browser history and it cleared out the streak, so it um, oh. reset it for me. Oh, Sorry. that's so sad. Got, like, the first week after playing Wordle, Mrs. Keller and I got new phones. It was time for us oh. to upgrade. And and so, yeah, I lost my streak, too, because it, it, I think I'm on, like, a 9- or 10-day streak now, but I should be at a 15-day streak, yeah. so I feel your pain on that. Hilarious, your reasoning is different than mine. <laughs> but let me ask you, okay, yeah. let's not get too... We could all put two and two together and figure yeah. out why that may be, but let me ask you this. Who... Who are you? Like you live, you are you live by yourself. Yeah. Who who are you hiding this from? Let's just say I was at a restaurant uh, with someone, and I opened up my browser to look and see like if I can get on the menu. <laughs> and let's say a certain website yeah. and a video yeah. oh, was on the screen, stop and it. the waiter and the person I was with saw oh, both of them. Oh my god! So oh, that's mortifying. Okay. <laughs> Le- between one and one hundred percent, what was the volume at? Well, I have the headphones in. I would, oh, I would say, so. oh my lord! <laughs> I had headphones in when I had it on, so uh, the volume did not go off because of the fact that it was not playing. But lord. yeah, because the yeah, so I I, cl- I learned my lesson to click. Get a you get a second date. <laughs> it was it was funny until it wasn't. Oh, right. It was like so. Uh, how many times? And I'm like, all right, I'm not Jeez. trying to ask, I can't I even. To ask you then. I ain't trying to answer the questions right now. <laughs> that is not a, a story I expected five minutes into this podcast. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's a hell of a story. But here we so are. So clear that, your history, all right? <laughs> Screw your streak. Uh, dude, two words, incognito mode. What are you doing, pal? Come on. I heard about it. I don't mess What's around. What's incognito mode? <laughs> incognito mode. It's actually very clever the way like Google Chrome sells it. Because what they say is there's incognito mode, which doesn't, whatever you search for when you're in incognito mode doesn't show up in your browser history. And the way Google sells it is it's great for like if you're shopping for somebody's Christmas present oh, sure. and you don't want them to know where they shop. You just right. go incognito so it doesn't pull up on your phone. And a great selling point by Google. Well done. Okay, but. so I'm a true crime freak. We all know. So immediately I start thinking about people wanting to Google like, how do I kill my spouse? Well, here's the thing. Incog- well, 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 wait a minute. So, okay. if, you, so like if you're in incognito mode and you d- and type in, like, what's a good way to strangle my spouse? Right. And then the police, of course, because this is how they always get caught, because everybody Googles how to do something, figure it out. Right. Um, you know, and then, like, the police get that. So if it's in incognito mode, is there no record of it anywhere? There, like, if, if they need something for evidence, the police can contact Google. And, and it, it says it there. It's like, hey... This can still be used, like in the court of yeah, law against right. you. They they can they can pull it, but it just totally. won't show up in your recent browser history. Because I'm telling you, I watch a lot of Dateline, and I'm uh, like, do these pe- have these people have these criminals like never watched Dateline? Not one episode. They should go to the library and just search for it there. Then, <laughs> I mean, come on. I- Honestly, yeah. Or, or they go, or they go to like bury the body, like in some field ninety thousand miles away. But they take their phone. What are you thinking? Oh, I didn't think about that. Oh hey, you can't God. take your phone. No, do you see how you'd be a terrible killer? Well, in Just my don't defa- even try. Well, I was saying the good news is I haven't tried to murder anybody. Thank God. Lately. 
lately. I did all my killing before smartphones because I am smart. Well, it was easier to get away with it back in the day. Now, between DNA and, and phones. Do you feel like 100 years ago it was super easy to get away with murder? I do. Like, you know, that's why a lot of these cases, like, especially with DNA, I yeah. mean, it's amazing. You know, there's cases that were just cold cases, and then they, the DNA technology, mm. go get these people years later. Can you imagine? Like, you kill someone 25 years ago, and then all of a sudden, like, they figure out that it was you 25-something years later, and you've just been living your life, and they're like, time to go to prison. <laughs> Can't imagine. I don't know. Gotta yeah. love should, true crime. Should there be, like, a 10-year murder rule? Like, if you don't catch me in 10 years, I'm free to go. <laughs> God, I see what you're saying. And if you've had a clean record and all. Yeah, this per- look, this person needed to die. I'm a good person, you know? Yeah. What if we find out, like, the head of some, like, big-time charity in KC, they've done great work over the last 25 years, 26 years ago, they killed somebody yep. who, who, like, potentially threatened their family or something. Right. I don't think that person goes to jail. I but think they're a hero. It's going to depend on the circumstances. We have to look deeper into what, what happened. What was going on there? Anyway, I'm not going to lie. I feel, Tater, I actually feel more sympathy for you because you lost your streak in Wordle than I do that your internet browser came back to bite you in a public place, <laughs> which is one of the best stories I've ever heard you. That is a, that is a fantastic story. That is, that, that is awesome. Good for you. Um, by the way, as we're recording this, the snow is coming down in Kansas City. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, you know, I did wake up this morning, though, expecting it to be just a lot more than it was. And that's the thing. I mean, they don't know. They do their best to predict, you know. But it, when I woke up, I thought, did it even snow? Because where I live, it just wasn't – there's was hardly anything. Well, it's interesting. And, uh, yeah, because you live – up north of, the, of Kansas City, and yeah, they're not getting it as much up there. They did say, all the meteorologists are saying, the further south you go, the more we're getting. So, like, I live on the southeastern part of Kansas City, so yeah, we got a little more. There was already a half inch when I woke up, and, and I I, uh, I called my wife right before we started recording this podcast, and she was like, it's, it's, it's coming down out mm-hmm. here now. And I bet you it's coming down everywhere right now, but it's, uh, it got me thinking, I remember the, man... God, snow days were the best. And we talked about it on the radio show today. I feel like any school today that they call off classes, but they switch to virtual learning instead of just giving kids a snow day. I don't I don't think I'm here for taking away snow days from kids. That's such a magical time yeah, as a kid. The only time I could see that being like, okay, we probably need to do these virtual days is if for some reason it was going to be like a week out of school or something like that i'd say about once every 10 years there's that huge winter storm comes it pretty much knocks out the town for the week right then yeah then you go virtual different but i mean just a snow day come on i mean come on like it's today maybe tomorrow like it's it's come on well and my kids don't have school friday anyway because of conference day so i'm i'm pretty certain they're going to just be out for the rest of the week is that teacher conferences or do you or is that a parent teacher do you have to go parent teacher but we do them virtually Mm -hmm. (laughs) so we'll just zoom in with the teacher which is great what do you think is uh like give an advanced prediction of what you think your teachers are going to say about your, your your children they are going to tell me that jules needs a little extra help in math which I'm well aware, and they're going to tell me that Miles needs to stop being so silly during class because here's the thing. He's really smart, and he picks up on all the concepts really quickly, mm-hmm. and then he just screws around. You know what I mean? Good so he him. just needs – yeah, I mean – and like I understand that. I, similar thing. If, if his grades were suffering, I'd be more mad about it. Right. I Actually, I'm more mad about it just for the teacher, you right. know, or the other students because I don't want anybody to be distracted or for it to ruin anybody else's day. Sure. But, like, for him – I'm not even surprised. I'm telling you, every my mom could pull out a report card from first grade, mm-hmm. from me in first grade, that says Michael is a great student, 
but sometimes needs to learn when to stop talking to start working. Well, that's, that's why, why you I gotta, do what you do for a living. That's why my work is now talking. <laughs> I know. Problem solved. But it, I mean, it was always an issue with me, and I was always I. I'm going to tell you that, and teachers, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to poorly influence any children here, but I'm going to be real with you. Homework is dumb. There is no point Thank to you. it. Homework is stupid, homework especially, is stupid. especially, and Jenny, you can't relate to this yet um, with your kids, but I think especially in high school, like I, I think, I think it's downright irresponsible to assign a high school student homework and because, and hear me out on this. And I'm just speaking from my own personal experience. But when I was in high school, I got a part-time job as soon as I turned 16. I never I never once asked my mom for gas money. And I understand there are some parents that, hey, you don't have to get a job, but you have to do an activity, and then I'll help you out with gas and things like that. Whatever it is. But students, you know, they're, they're at, at school for what almost equates to a whole work day. That's what, seven hours? Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if every day you were at work, and then you're told by your boss when you go home to do another hour worth hours worth of the same thing. No. Homework is ridiculous. See, you're funny, though. You think that that's just something that happens in high school, or that's when maybe it should be, well, like, okay. not a thing. I'm going to tell you right now. Hold on. They're 9 and 11, 5th grade, 3rd grade. I already have that because they are in sports. And not for nothing, kids want to go outside on a nice day and get fresh air and, mm-hmm. and enjoy playing basketball and playing with your friends. That's part of being a kid, and you have to... D- you have to allow them that. And sometimes, you know, I'm of the mindset, I just want them to come inside and get it done because I don't want to deal with it later. Because you know me, I go to bed at 730. Right. So, I mean, we have got to get to business. Um, but no, and in the nights that my daughter has soccer or if they have basketball or whatever, I mean, it really is, it's a lot. And so here's what happens is they're not, they're done. Like you said, they've been in school all day. Like they're, they're mentally checked out. They're done. They don't want to do it. After school plus then yeah. an after school activity or when you get in high school, a, a part-time job. Totally. So it's right now, it's me struggling and just like almost helping them do it. Good. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not even mad about it because I'm just like, yeah, I agree with you. Like, this is dumb. Like, you need to just... Did you ever figure out that math problem that you sent me a picture of? Did you ever get, like, the teacher to answer that? I never heard back from the teacher. Nothing. He put a question mark by it because literally neither one of us had any idea. I put it on my Instagram story thinking maybe some teacher somewhere watching my story (laughs) would be able to help. Nothing. It was a picture of, like, a kid. Was it a snowboard or a skateboard? I don't even know. It was just this kid on a snowboard, right? And he was just, it was just a picture of a cartoon boy on a snowboard. That's it. And that's the whole picture. And then it said... Make this picture a division problem. Yeah, make turn this picture into a divi- write a division equation that represents what this picture is. And we're like, what? I have no idea. I thought about it like hours later, and I thought maybe it had like when they snowboard, sometimes they go down a half pipe, half one that, divided by two. I, I don't like. I, I mean, I don't know. Like that. I have no idea. Literally no idea. No, but like like seriously, I'm I'm with you. I, I think. <laughs> homework reform. I'm calling for it because it is. I, okay, so I remember my specific example is once I got my part time job um, as a, I bagged groceries at the grocery store, and it, it was one of. And during the weekdays, it was one of two shifts. I could either work from three thirty until eight p.m. or five o'clock till ten thirty p.m. I get home from school probably three o'clock, three fifteen. So then, you, so on those early shifts, I literally get home three three fifteen. Boom! Go straight to gro- bag groceries till eight o'clock at night. Who? And then and then I'm supposed to do homework after that. Like, I'm trying to go to like, no. Give me I, a, I can know. I get an hour to chill? I'll tell you. And I, I mean, sometimes I think that they do it so that there has to be like, especially at this age, parent student, you know, time at home together to talk about what's going on at school. I swear, sometimes I think that because. I can't really come up with any other reason because I don't think that anything he's doing at home or she's doing at home is really just solidifying, you know, yeah. cementing. I can understand spelling words because you have a test on Friday. You know, you've got to go over your words during the it week. Takes that five makes minutes. complete sense to me. Yeah. And that takes five minutes. But the other thing, too, is when they have reports 
And it ends up being, like my daughter's last book report, it ended up being like six hours of us working together, which... Secretly, I didn't mind because okay. it was one of those. Real, well, it was one of those real creative, crafty projects, and I was kind of into it. And we got to spend six hours together doing it, and whatever. But I mean, the whole time I'm thinking, I mean, I'm doing. I should be getting the grade too. I'm doing fifty percent of this project. Where's my grade? Where's my A plus? I mean, I don't know how that would even. I mean, you, you can have it. Here's an A plus. It's not going to help you. We did get an Look, A plus on it though. By the I, way, uh, not to brag. Good for you. Congrats. Thank you. Congrats. I uh, now I I'm going to tell you this, and I'm not telling. Other kids, this is the way to go. But I was always a really good test taker. I just had because I knew the information. I could read it and I knew it. And so I never did homework. Mm-hmm. I never did. There was even like a some sort of like it's like it was called like life sciences or something. You had to plan your wedding, and if you did, this was like that you know that big project that takes all semester yeah. and it's like three quarters of your grade or whatever. I knew that I'd be fine even if I failed that class. I didn't do it. So you didn't do it. I didn't do it. Oh, that's I did the daily advice. work. I, but you know what? I I graduated high school with a two point three GPA, and you know what? There are a lot of people who got a lot higher GPA than me I'm who are doing a lot worse. But I'm going to tell you something. You're super duper smart. You should have had a four point If you had applied yourself, Mike Keller. But I didn't because I had a job. Because yeah. yeah, like, I I didn't have time to do homework. I'm like I'm sorry. I'm not doing homework. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna you I'm gonna do this. By. You just skated by. I did. I was like I'm gonna do enough to get the piece of paper that says I'm not of compl- you know that I'm that I that I graduated high school. Mm. That's all I wanted. To, that's all I had to you do. You know, it's funny. I I always did very well in school. I had really good grades. Um, always on the honor roll and such. So um, did I. Did very very well. Um, you know, but I. I, like to this day, I mean, you're very good. I don't know. Whatever you did, you retained it. We can talk about his, history. We mm-hmm. talk about a lot of things, and you know the information. I would memorize things for the test and do very well on the test, and then that was it. It's gone. I, I don't know. I didn't retain a lot. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I aced tests. I, I, I rarely didn't get an A on a test, mm-hmm. but I just wouldn't do my homework, and I just evened out, and, mm-hmm. I was, and I was okay with it. My mom wasn't thrilled with it, but I think even inside, she was like, Well, he's, he's going to pass. Well, <laughs> I think even inside, she was like, I'm not going to say this now, so I'm going to be a good mom, but yeah. I, he's got a good point. Like, can the kid, like, just take an hour to chill before he has to go to right. bed, or can it just be school, homework, job, and then bed? You know, did you guys have, maybe you were that person, though, Mike. I had the I had friends that didn't have to study, and that just would get Yeah, I didn't study. A. Oh, see, I would have hated you, because I really had to work at it. I I had to study. No, I wouldn't study. The teacher would teach it, and I would go, okay, that makes sense, uh, and I'd nail it. Good for you. But no, I wouldn't do the like homework. That. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Um, okay, but we, we kind of got off track off with homework. Track. We're talking about snow days. Like, do you have any – I don't think I really have any epic snow day stories, but I figure we to open it up to the room. Did anybody remember, like, something crazy fun they did on any snow day growing up in school? Like, I mean, you and all the friends go up to a big – I didn't have a lot of friends in my neighborhood, and there weren't any big hills nearby, so I never went sledding or anything like we that. We always had um, – so I grew up in Westminster, Maryland, if you're familiar, and you're probably not. Um, Sounds fancy. But there was a college at the time. It was called Western Maryland College. Now it's called McDaniel, I think. They changed the name. Anyway, um, and they had a big – there's a big hill, the big college hill, and everybody would go and sled down the big college hill, and it was great. And I have a lot of memories of just going there. Mm-hmm. We, My parents would take us, and it was fun. Well, we had a viaduct. Uh, is that is that the word viaduct? Viaduct. That's a word. I don't know what it is, but that's a word. <laughs> I th- I'm thinking of an aqueduct, but that's uh, there's a viaduct. I don't know what like, it is. It's like uh, where the road kind of goes up over train tracks or whatever. So we would sled down. That I'm, I don't know. That's what people called it. I have no idea if that's technically what it was. Okay. We used to sled down that all the time, and it was a big hill. Uh, but one time, my friend's dad was like, "Hey, you guys want to have some real fun?" We're yeah. like, "Yeah, sure." He was like, "I got this rope tied to the back of my truck. Get on that sled." And so he was pulling us through the neighborhood on on the back of uh, his truck on the sl- on the sled. 
and my one friend, he slid off the uh, road and smashed into a mailbox. Of course. So he uh, knocked out two front teeth, so that was pretty cool. Of course. (laughs) Especially whenever you're, like, in middle school, you know, we don't care. A viaduct is a long bridge-like structure, typically a series of arches carrying a road or railroad across a valley. I'm going to war on the podcast, but that's a viaduct. It looks like those old Roman aqueducts, like the, you know, my world history that I've retained, the Romans were the first one to come up with a plumbing system and they would use, but the sewers weren't below ground. They would use these big, tall viaducts. They call them aqueducts because all the wastewater would just flow on out of town. Heaven forbid a strong wind. Maybe some of that water got blown out of the half pipe and down onto the civilians. I remember another time, there was another big hill, but it was, um, it wasn't the greatest hill, obviously, because there were a ton of trees. I mean, it was pretty much a forest. Right. Okay. So we would we would do our best to go down on the sleds, but for whatever reason, my brother was like, "We should go down on our stomachs," and yeah, I was like, "We totally should." And I, the tree that was directly in front of me, that was like a really good idea to go down on my stomach directly into the tree. And I remember I got, I'm pretty sure I had a concussion. I, I had to have had a concussion, and I had a huge knot on my head. But I remember what I remember about that is that my somehow my middle fingernail got. I don't know, I must have, right there with the middle finger, but I must have, like... Flipping me off. I, I, I hit the tree. I don't know I don't know what happened to it, but it got hurt in the process. Well, this, this makes me cringe, this story. <laughs> and the nail, have you ever had a nail fall off? And I don't mean the tip of the nail. I mean the entire nail. I, I have not. Okay. Ugh. I don't ever want to wish this experience on anyway, and I'm not really sure why I'm sharing it, but, like, the nail, it, it was, it was the whole thing was going to come off, but the bottom part of it was actually loose. It was, like, imagine a loose tooth, but it's your nail. And I remember I was in the bathtub, and I took... I took the nail across the washcloth, and the whole thing just, like, fell off. It was disgusting. Why did I share that? Oh, my God, that's a terrible, tragic memory. You're welcome. That's a terrible story. That's a terrible story. Hey, speaking of concussions, I'm going to make a sharp left here. Yeah, I knew where you are going to go with this. Your husband has a a conspiracy theory about the Chiefs game. So, as we're recording this Wednesday, February 2nd, our our hometown Chiefs Mm. eliminated from the playoffs, the AFC Championship. Congrats, Cincinnati. You're going to the Super Bowl. Very We'll talk about the video we had to make because we lost a bet coming up. But I want to start with this because your husband is one of those fans. I imagine Tater's a fan like this too. He went back and re-watched the game because he wanted to like just do his own deep down dive analysis. And he said that there was something up with Patrick in the second half. He thinks that he was concussed. He thinks one of those times he got sacked. Look at me using the right word. Mm. You're welcome. Way to know what a sack is. <laughs> <laughs> was it a big one? It was a big sack. Okay, um, hey, that play was nuts. <laughs> yes, it was. Sorry. But anyway, he's convinced that that one of those times it affected him and that he was probably a little concussed because and now if you now that I've said that, if you go back and you watch Which I will not do, but I'll take your word for it. I didn't want to watch it again either. But then he was pointing it out to me and I'm like, you know what, you might be right. Patrick had you know, usually he's just got that sharp laser focus about him and he just he just looks like he is just and he usually is just on it he he looks um out of it yeah. I, I don't know how to explain it any other way i understand um i noticed in the uh, there's a post-game picture of patrick mahomes and joe burrow hugging and and they say that patrick said hey dude just go go in the go win the whole gosh darn thing you know why like, and which is the correct thing to say totally. very sportsman of of patrick but the picture shows the back of Joe Burrow, and so if the front, you can see Patrick's head, and you can see his face, and he looked a little woozy. In the, like, I, 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 I don't really know how I felt about that analogy, if I agree with it, but in that post-game picture, when he's hugging Joe Burrow, he's like, he, he has this look to him like he got hit in the head. And it could be just a defeat look, you know? It could. It could. It could. But I'm, I don't know. There could be something to that, and honestly, I wish that that was the case, because then it would make a whole lot more sense. Yeah, what doesn't make sense is how the Cincinnati Bengals are in the Super Bowl.
I love this meme going around, by the way. Have you seen this? Because they said that Matthew Stafford and Eminem are at the Super Bowl, and that's the closest thing that Detroit's ever going to get to a Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't know who Matthew Stafford is. So Matthew is the quarterback for the Rams, who, who the Bengals are playing in the Super Bowl. And for and this is his first year as a Ram, and for 12 years he was a Detroit Lion. Mm. And they always stunk. Even though Matthew's always been really good, they, he's always stunk. First it. year out of Detroit, he goes to the Super Bowl. And, then, and of course, Eminem. Everyone's joking, like, this is the closest Detroit will ever get to a Super Bowl. Let's Very just funny. talk about this halftime show, though. Like, I am so stinking excited. I put something about it on my Facebook page. And, I mean, nearly everybody's like, yes, yes, this is going to be epic. It's going to be great. But this one lady commented, she goes, I couldn't be less excited about a halftime show. It's okay. Well, no, it's okay, but it's just funny to me because I can't imagine somebody not thinking this is completely epic. Well, my mom commented on your You're, page. And, and she, I couldn't believe your mom because you were like a giant Eminem fan. Which explains why she's not. She was I over, guess. Okay, let's think about the 2000 Eminem. Like, I hate my wife, hate my mom, Eminem. Like, right. and, I mean, if anybody remember, <laughs> I'm not, never forget it. Track 16 <laughs> on the Marshall Mathers LP was just called Kim. Yeah. And there was... That was that was literally the song where he, the song was he killed his wife. It, like the song was he and, and and it was just so vile and 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 angry. And I would crank that song full blast, not knowing what I'm. Okay, so here's what's funny. Bumping. So um, I, I told I, I'm actually getting back on my exercise routine. I have uh-huh. really done nothing for months. But you know what got me back on my Peloton is there's an Eminem ride. So I do the Eminem ride and it's with um, Dennis is my favorite guy, you know, my mm. favorite Peloton instructor. So I was like, oh, this is a win-win. So the music is great, but sometimes I wish the instructors would just stop talking, and especially this one. So what they're doing is they're doing like a musical series to really highlight the artist, which I can appreciate, but let's highlight the artist by just playing their hits and, you know, riding our bike. It's going to yeah. be great. Just put the text up there to tell me what to do, and I can listen to the real Slim Shady. Totally. So Dennis, God bless him, and he is my favorite instructor, but he was really trying to give like all this like factual information about Eminem and just, you know, really when you listen to Eminem's music, you just really want to listen to those amazing lyrics and just what a lyrical genius. And he's not wrong, but it was like, I don't... Well, then shut up and let me hear the lyrics. I was like, listen, I'm listening to Eminem right now. And like, literally, he's going like, fuck you, Debbie, in the background. And Dennis (laughs) is like, you know what? The lyrics are just, you know, powerful. And I'm like... (laughs) Anyway. But it did get me back on my Peloton. Hey, congratulations. I worked out two days in a row. Wow. Thank you. There you go, Jenny. How you, you doing at the gym since the new year? Are you still at the gym every day, Tater, every other day? Uh, you, you've been pretty consistent with it over yeah, a number of years. Good about it. Yeah, I actually went yesterday and the day before, and then three times, no, um, no, four times the week before. I'm trying to get back into things. Hey, you, uh, you skip leg day? Always. You skip leg day? Yeah, I don't do legs. Oh. That's you're all gonna, I do. You're going to look weird. You're going to look real no. funky looking. You have this swole upper body, but then you're walking around a couple of toothpicks. No, I ain't got no chicken legs. Don't worry, man. They're a little... I ain't got no cankles either, but... Hey, hey. you have pudgy toes like your fingers are? <laughs> yeah, I have Sorry, that was feet. very mean, but you <laughs> you talk about them, so it's, it's out there. Fair game. I, I definitely have Flintstone feet, and I can blame my mom for that for sure, because she, <laughs> she had uh, short fingers and toes, but... And that's why, I, you know, I wear flip-flops. Hey, when it was 62 degrees just a couple of days ago, now that it's snowing today, it's weird to say that, but hey, we right. live in the Midwest. I was grilling, and I wore my flip-flops. I wore the, I wore them out, and I could look down on my toes, and they are not the nicest-looking toes in the world. I probably need a pedicure times five, man, because it's nasty down what, there. What did you have on the grill Monday when it was nice? 
Imitation crab mushrooms from mm-hmm. Hy-Vee. They're absolutely phenomenal. Tell Mike Keller sent you. Yep, definitely did when I walked up to the meet. No, Hold on, wait, can we back up for a minute? Let me grab that Imitation meat. mushrooms? Imitation crab Imitation mushrooms. crab meat and the mushroom. Okay, so Jenny, it you're not- It all sounds terrible. And I'm a, from Maryland, so don't you imitation crab with me anything. But the Midwesterners know that we can't possibly have fresh crab, so there is imitation crab meat that mm. some people like. It's just a Midwest thing because- eh, well, if it's all you know, it's fine. Yeah. But when you know the real deal, mm. oh, you would, mm. you would absolutely hate it. It's all good. Um, you know what I'm amazed at though? People that just back to like working out and eating right and whatever. It sounds like I, mean, I think you eat pretty healthy for the most part. I feel like when you talk about stuff you eat, it's pretty healthy. Yeah. But the fact that there are people like my husband who can be on it all the time. Like he might have a, I don't even want to call it a cheat day. He might have a day, a rest day. You know what I mean? But like. I'll, I can go. I was on a three-month stretch of eating like crap and doing nothing physical fitness-wise. That's nothing. My, that's my kind of Jenny right there. <laughs> I know. You like that Jenny. <laughs> I like Jenny. Let's get fat together. Let's but go. But I'm all or nothing. Like, I'm all in or, like, I, I I have done nothing. And then, I don't know. I don't. I just I mean, I admire people that are always able to just stay on track. It's a mindset. It is. And I get it because when I work out, I feel 8,000 times better. I mean, I get it. But it's so hard to get motivated sometimes. So do you admire me for always being off track? Do you know? This is terrible. Okay. So you're my work husband. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that I have the exact opposite because Matthew's always on and Mm. he's always healthy. But what I love, and so that's great when I'm in that mindset, but when I'm not, I'm just like, Mike's my favorite right now. (laughs) (laughs) I want to go to Lakewood Local. (laughs) Serious. And I know you're always down for a good cheat meal. So I know- like or, if, or as I call it, a meal. Right. right? <laughs> but if I said, like today, if I was like, after the show, McDonald's, you and me, you'd be like, let's go. It's on. Let's go. So, two, two cheeseburger combo meal. Uh, I'd like a quarter sweet, three quarters unsweet <sighs> iced tea with extra ice. And of course, of course, eight, eight packets ketchup. of ketchup. Yeah. This is why we're best friends, and yeah. I appreciate you so very much. I'll never forget that order. I know you won't. We got that while no. Tater was getting his tattoo. I'll never forget that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm looking at you with these eyes like, what in the <laughs> French? <laughs> what in the world was that? Um, so, real quick, I wanted to read some of these. I wanted to put this on the podcast today. So, uh, we had to pay off our bet with the Cincinnati radio station, and we had to dress up and like we have these orange and black, these bangled colored tutus and tiger ears and bow ties and tail. We look ridiculous, but we did our video. We paid off our bet like champs. I'll say, good yep, for us. Go us. Uh, we are incredible. Um, but they finally. Call them out. They took a whole, they took it like a day and a half to get that posted on their social media, whereas we had it immediately. So shout out us. I'm yeah, just gonna say, really but they finally did, and it's interesting reading these comments from the people in Cincinnati. And I thought it'd be cool us as Kansas Cityans. I would like to share some of these comments with you. Can go to their Facebook page uh, if well, you want, but I'll just and read just them to read. We had to go down to the plaza, and we never specified at what point in the day we were doing. You know, we they they were going to go to their busy area. What's it called? Fountain Square, okay. downtown Cincinnati. If we won, they were going to have to go down there, and they had actually bought the uh, the Patrick Mahomes, you know, the fake hair and the mm. and the band and whatever. So they were going to have to go down there and do a little Kansas City cheer. And because obviously we lost, we had to go do that. But we did it on the plaza. At like 11 o'clock on a 11 o'clock Monday, Monday morning. Because we said we would go to a busy area. Yeah. Well, we didn't say it would be a happy busy when we were there, though. And right. hey, the plaza, the J.C. Nichols found or whatever, they, I think they just renamed it. Um, usually a very busy area. All right, hey, we went Monday to Because we had two before the snow got here. That is a fair point. But um, anyway, so so 
they shared the video of us, and we learned this chant. We learned their Who Day chant, and we uh, chanted it. We did. But some of the comments uh, include, uh, this person says, love this, great sportsmanship, and just downright funny. A lot of people, like, we had like 10 comments saying, hey, we actually love the 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 the, the sportsmanship showed by these people in Kansas, because they don't know who we are. Right. And so they're, they're, like, loving the sportsmanship, and then a couple people did comment. They'd be like, um... This couple people are like, uh, that's the busiest place to see. And, and I actually got in there and I commented. I said, hey, Big Dave, which is the name of their morning. Big Dave never said what time we had to be yep. down there. And I told, and I would tell these people. So we were there at 11 o'clock Monday morning. And they're in such good spirits because they're on their way to the Super Bowl anyway that nobody really gave us crap for that. They're like, that's very true. That's very funny. Very, well done. Right. Well, very complimentary. Very cool. We had one woman named Beverly who commented, thanks for being such good sports. I'd be listening to you every day if I lived in Kansas City. Aw, Beverly. I, te- I wrote her back. I said, hey, well, let us know if you ever come for a visit. And and, and it was very cool. But I tell you what, the, the Cincinnatiites, Cincinnatians. Cincinnatians, I feel like. The Cincinnatians were very kind. I think they saw, I, I feel like our city did a really good job of being good sports, like being bummed, but like, mm-hmm. hey, congrats. It's one thing losing to Brady. But to see a franchise like this who hadn't won a playoff game in 30 years get make this run it's hard not to kind of be happy for them at the same time and so a couple things so one is it sucks that we lost for uh, for the obvious reason but also because i love how it makes this crappy time of year just a little bit better you know gives us something to look forward to makes it a little more fun so that sucks um but i also just say i lost my train of thought i was gonna say something else i was gonna say that and i was gonna say something else and i lost it it's gone. It's fine. It's gone. Well, think about that, Jenny. Uh, I just yeah. wanted to interject real quick. Uh, the country air check, they sent out an email daily. You guys are in it. Oh, oh for good. Real? Okay. So I was wondering about that. So, like, nobody knows anything about that, but to explain it to you, we have, uh, there is this website, countryaircheck.com, and it's really just for people kind of in the industry. Like, if, you, if you're not in radio, it, it's kind of just behind the scenes stuff, very informative stuff and stuff that we find interesting. But it, it is kind of fun to make that try. I feel like nobody outside of the building really cares if we do, but like, for us, it is kind of a cool moment when we're featured on the on this news article that goes out to that like all the bosses, all the radio bosses around the country read. So yeah. that's kind of cool. That's fun. I didn't see it anyway. So. Uh, anyway, so um, that's spe- that. Speaking of football, one more thing because we just found this out a couple hours ago. Uh, welcome to the league, the Washington Commanders. Oh yeah, look we're at that, Washington Commanders. My- I like that they're keeping their colors. They're keeping that. Dark red and the yellow there. I actually wouldn't mind seeing the Chiefs shifting more to that darker red because I feel like I That's like their colors. Happen. But I know I, you know, they, the Cincinnati people. Unpopular opinion here, and this is not me bashing the team or thing. I hate the city or anything like that. But when they called us, they they said you got to wear. They said if we lose, we got to wear those McDonald's colors. Mm-hmm. Talking about the Chiefs <laughs> uniforms. Like at first, I'm like, hey, whatever. Like I mean, I defended us, but then I'm like, man, they're kind of right. Like we kind of got McDonald's colors. I mean, look, if I'm just being completely honest, I don't love our colors because I just don't think red is my color. You know, I think it's more like when I... I don't mind red, but like red and yellow, I, I don't... It's ketchup and mustard, like... Yeah, I mean, I try to go more... You know, I'll do like a gray, like a gray sweatshirt, you know, with just the red uh-huh. Chiefs riding mm-hmm. on. I think that mm-hmm. looks nice. But like but even, when I wear the solid red sweatshirts or whatever, I just feel like it's not, but, it's not my color. But think about it, and I think even the Chiefs know that because most of their clothing... Mm-hmm. It's when it's and it's it's the KC and the and the Arrowhead, you know, the, our our main logo. There's no yellow in it, mm-hmm. and I think that's by design. I think that's on purpose because that red and yellow together. Mm-hmm. Well, this Washington thing, my nephew, big fan. That's his team, and he hates the name. Hates it. He goes, "This took two years to come up with this." He is so mad. Hates it. <laughs> well, I think it's.
it's all right. But I liked the Washington football team. I liked that name. I liked the the just the clean, modern look of all of that. I was all right with it. But. It was unique. The one thing I didn't like about it, I don't like the numbers on the helmet. Like, Alabama does that in college football. And I'm not a big fan of the numbers. I like having a logo on the helmet. Mm-hmm. But uh, I agree with you. I kind of like that. Soccer does that a lot. And I think I actually think it sounds – yeah, I, I think that, like, sporting KC. Mm-hmm. It just – Classy. It's got a little elegance to it. it just sounds kind of different. I, I like how soccer does that, mm-hmm. but uh, I also understand you know to, to break a tradition is 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 crazy. Well, but. the other thing, back to the bet and just football in general, we've decided I don't. I think that's it for us for bets because we found that we don't. This happened two times now. We just found we don't enjoy watching the game as much. It puts a little bit of a weird pressure on it that mm-hmm. I just I don't. I don't think I want to do it again. I, I think this will probably be the end of us making bets with other radio stations. Can we go behind the scenes here? Look, this is the podcast. Totally. Can we go behind the scenes? Yeah. One of the reasons that my goal behind making bets with these out-of-town radio stations is because I, I hope for our site, for a little promotion for the show, I hope it gets a little media coverage, mm-hmm. you know? And I thought this was a very unique bet that we came up with with these Cincinnati folks, right? So I'm looking around, and I don't see any TV stations covering our bet. But in the meantime, oh, Mayor Lucas is doing a oh he he's betting barbecue saw or barbecue against the chili from Cincinnati and I'm like that's such a generic bet and he's made it like twelve times like to me that's yeah, not interesting anymore right. whereas we had a really interesting unique one of a kind bet and got zero media coverage I'm well, a little salty about that but in fairness we didn't really share it with the media I did so, oh you did okay, as soon I as the video was done I sent it to all the media outlets oh, as soon as we go. had it done uh, didn't air once that's a bummer. Yeah, and now we should have told them before leading up, like what yeah. the bet was. Like that, that's on. I'll take that. But I sent them a, like this is a quality video. It's entertaining. It's something that's it's 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 relevant. Cause it's about the Chiefs. But like I mean, nobody picked it up. And I'm just kind of like, know, maybe, but, but but the mayor's barbecue bet for the twelve thousandth time is interesting yeah, news. Get out of here. I don't know. Maybe it's just, I was gonna say maybe because everybody was still in a mood. You know, because I was in a mood over that game. And I, you know me, like I'm not even that invested. But I was like. I was in a bad mood. I got my breakfast that morning before the show, and the lady at the window like practically threw it at me. I feel like she was just, and God bless her, she's the nicest lady. But you know what I mean? Even mm-hmm. she was just like, I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. This sucks. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Hey, Tater, how's it feel knowing that Sean Payton's going to be Dallas Cowboys head coach next year? No, he's not. He's yeah, going to he go is. to TV. He's always going to take a year and do TV, then he's going to go coach the Cowboys. Okay, Jenny, I want you to take a wild guess. How much do you think former quarterback Tony Romo gets paid a year to do what he does, Dog. basically talk during a football game? He's former so good. Tony Romo. He's he's hold good. on. Actually, no, You're I... kind of insulting the industry there. No, I don't... I'm not. Yeah, no, you I'm said not. That's like people when they say, oh, your job's not hard. All you do is talk. I'm like, whoa. Okay. No, no, I, I, love, I love his analysis. I He is getting kind of uh, bashing over the game, but – I love what he does, and I like the way he brings it, but I'm just saying, versus playing the sport and talking about it, oh. there is a difference. Jenny, okay. how much do you think he gets paid a year? Just to be the commentator? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go $10 million a year. Um, I remember the news story a couple – I think it's like $19 million, isn't it? $17. 17 17 wow. $17 million. So these, these people that are coaches can go be on TV like these former athletes – and get paid just as much per year mm-hmm. to talk, mm-hmm. literally, than to be there all damn day and stress over the sport. Right. Mm-hmm. They're saying that that's the big problem with uh, one of the big problems. Sorry, Jenny, which just kind of turned into sports. I'm interested talking. in this. this but, is like, but, like, you know, there's been more and more complaints about the referees from all mm-hmm. fan bases. I mean, you know, I mean, fan people get in the middle of the game, the ref's rigging it. Well, no, the refs aren't rigging it. I don't believe that for one second. But I do believe that there are a lot of missed calls because these men are potentially, men and women are potentially bad at their jobs. Yeah, and um, 
It was a real my boy Pat McAfee brought it up, and he said the reason that there's no good NFL officials is because the best officials are paid more to be those guys on TV. Those guys that, all right, well, let's go to Gene Steratore with the rules breakdown. Gene, what do you see here? And they usually nail it, but they're getting paid so much more to do that instead of be a referee. Why would you want to be a referee? And, and oh, my God, the things that referees have to deal with? Like, being a referee, everybody hates you. I mean, if you're – referees are right up there with, like, terrorists, I feel like. Like, everybody loathes referees. But or you can go on TV where people appreciate your breakdowns and people like you. You're not getting eggs thrown at you every week in Philadelphia. Now let me ask you this about that. So Tom Brady retired, and clearly, I mean he's he's too young and too known to do nothing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I know he has a foundation and things like mm-hmm. that. He would obviously do work with, but you like he would want one of these jobs, right? He would be he and wouldn't he be someone that's totally sought after to be a commentator? I don't think Tom will go into TV. You don't think? I don't think he wants to. Oh. And I don't think he would be... Well, I think he would be a plethora of information. I don't know how interesting he would be. Because you can have a lot of information, but if you don't present it in an entertaining and interesting way, and you do have to kind of dumb it down for the average football, because obviously that's his whole life's football, so he's got a level of understanding of the game that none of us will ever comprehend. Makes total sense, right. I... I don't. Does Tom have the ability to dumb it down so an average fan can understand what he's saying? Is he interested? Does he have enough spunk, spark, and personality? Tom's always been very low, and we've learned recently with the Tampa Bay years that he's he's got something. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't see him doing he's it. He's good though. looking though. You know, I could see him. He would just look nice on TV. That's really. I agree. But like you thought, Peyton would get a job immediately. Peyton Manning never really. He's finally doing these little things on ESPN. They're a lot of fun. But uh, even Peyton. You thought he would get a TV job pretty quick, and he just, I don't think he wanted to. He's like, oh, I mean, I'll look around. but mm-hmm. Well, then, but I'm thinking a guy like Tom Brady, and I have no idea. Like, how much money is in his bank account? Just over, I mean, he's, he's got millions, multi-millions. And then Giselle, mm-hmm. I mean, she's got millions. So, they, like, truth is, he probably doesn't have to do anything ever again if he doesn't want to. Right, but he's going to. because But don't, he will. You don't want to be 44 years old and just not do anything the rest of your life. I mean, he's probably going to play a lot of golf. Mm-hmm. A lot of golf. I, I hope I get wonder, to that point in life. I always wonder that, though, about these athletes, because, you know, they, they want them in the, when they're in their prime, and then they discard them, and, mm-hmm. and, and you know, not everybody can go be on TV afterwards or whatever, so I wonder what happens to a lot of them. Depends on how they do it. You know, some athletes immediately go broke, because they mm-hmm. spend it all on, you know, Bentleys and bling, and uh, and then there are those who are smart enough to invest their money. I, I've heard a lot of uh, former players do really well. Uh, if, they, if they save up enough, they buy a car dealership. You know, insert whatever brand you want and build like a state-of-the-art, be it a Nissan or a Porsche, you know, whatever they want it to be. And uh, a lot, and then a lot of fans will want to go because, oh, my God, the former football, my favorite former football player, I'm, I'm going to buy a car from maybe I'll get a chance to meet him, you oh, know, yeah. like something like that. Oh, so cool. I've heard about that. I've heard a lot of guys have success in the auto industry, um, fitness programs, fitness businesses they start up because obviously they had to be in super prime shape, things like that. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of options. So. Yeah. Yeah, Dwayne I mean, The Rock Johnson mm. was once, he was a hopeful for football player, but, you know, obviously he did well in other avenues. He uh, So he has the XFL, and I'm hearing some of the players are starting to join up with him on uh, putting money into that and trying to make it the next big thing, I guess you could say. Dude. Which is not the NFL, but, I mean, hey. it's if there's cities like St. Louis. That Bring does, back my St. Louis Battlehawks, <laughs> yeah. baby! Cuckoo! Yeah, you know, I mean, there's there's areas that don't have a football team in the NFL that can't have um, an XFL team, so that would be kind of cool for them. I'm excited to see what The Rock does with that franchise uh, and that league.
We can't thank you enough for joining the podcast. Actually, I could ramble on a little longer, but honestly, I'm trying to get home before the snow gets completely out of hand, so I'm wrapping it up. And I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be honest. Wait. Is this healthy, Jenny? You want a big biscuit? I'm just making it. Don't tempt me. You want to make it? Double cheese, two yeah, cheeseburger. There'd be like no line today. Eight ketchups. At home. Eight ketchups. Maybe. Oh, that's right. That's why I love you. Mm, okay, we're, <laughs> we're out of here. Bye. Bye.